this is The Pep Talk, a podcast for people who suck at optimism. My name is Jade Lanier, and welcome to the second episode. I have not been doing very well mental health-wise lately, so the episode is going to be slightly different. I'm just not going to edit as much, and the sound quality is not going to be as good at the end, because I'm taking us on a field trip to the beach to one of my happy places. Because in order to give a pep talk, I needed to give myself a pep talk. And the beach is a good place for that. So each segment today is just going to be one story or one point. And then, you know, the bulk of the show is going to be the pep talk. So let go. Let's do it. The little things. So, this is possibly an unpopular opinion. I don't know, but, um, the reality star and up-and-coming rapper Cardi B is, like, my unexpected problematic fave lately. I get so much life from her attitude and her perspective. I think the number one thing that stands out to me is that she is extremely grateful and extremely honest, and I think that it's really... Uh, relatable, the way that she shares about um, her struggles. You know, she talks about her plastic surgery and the cosmetic things she's had done as a result of pressure. Like, she doesn't try to downplay it or lie or... Which, I mean, the world doesn't... is not entitled to anyone's body history by any means, but I think it's inspirational, you know, that someone is so comfortable with themselves and so real. And she's always expressing gratitude for the people in her life or her fans or people that have helped her to get where she is or whatever. And I think that's awesome. You know, she's she's taken something relatively basic like a reality TV career and she's leveraging that to get into the rap world. And she's actually, you know, somewhat talented. I would say she's really talented. I appreciate having someone so relatable and ridiculous that also has a great mindset and some talent to work with. I mean, not everyone can say that. No shade. (laughs) So shout out to Cardi B for being a little thing on my Instagram feed that makes my day-to-day life better. This time on, sometimes the world doesn't suck. So the island country of Vanuatu... Uh, It's near Fiji and Australia and that area of the world. They have decided to restrict Western food from being imported into their country out of concern for their uh, population's health and the health of their local economy in terms of agriculture. And I thought this was a really interesting and positive story because I think it's really cool to see active anti-colonialism in this way. You know, like, the world does not have to look like America. It doesn't have to act like America. And I think it's great when societies decide, like, no, we actually have a pretty poppin' way of life and we don't need that, thanks. So, I think that's really great. On Science Says this week, I want to talk about the Authentic Happiness Lab at the University of Pennsylvania, UPenn. They have a ton of information available, and it's relatively, like, 
easy to understand, not too much academies and things like that. Um, they talk about creativity, they talk about health, resilience, uh, grit, self-control, neuroscience, um, the military, uh, post-traumatic growth, um, well-being, perspective psychology, which I don't know what that means, but I'll Google it later, or I'll click this later. They have books and newsletters and videos and scholarly publications and textbooks and all kinds of things, but most importantly, most interestingly, they have questionnaires you can take. So, these ones are pretty extensive. They're not a BuzzFeed 12 question quiz. These ones are, most of them are in the hundreds of questions, but these ones are much more scientifically valid. <laughs> so for those of you that are really into science, you can um, learn more about what they offer. I'm going to list some. There's one that me measures overall happiness, one that measures enduring happiness, um, one that measures positive and negative affect, which is basically good and bad mood, measures depressive symptoms, um, measures current happiness. I don't know what the distinction is between some of these, but whatever. Um, there's an optimism test, a forgiveness test, uh, a test that can tell you your top character strengths, gratitude, children's uh, character strengths, grit, um, work-life satisfaction, uh, two different ones that measure flourishing, uh, satisfaction with life, approach to happiness, meaning in life, compassionate love, like how compassionate of a person you are, and attachment style relationships, like how you relate to people in your close relationships, like family, lovers, things like that. So, obviously this has like a ton of information, so... You can learn a lot about yourself. You can learn where you want to focus more attention in terms of, you know, your progress as a person or like where I'm actually kind of popping or whatever. You can find that at uh, authentichappiness.sas.upenn.edu slash test center. And without the test center, you can just type the rest of that in and you'll find the page. But I'm going to put this in the show notes. I'm not covering any research this week because I just don't have the energy, frankly. So this is, this is cool, I think. Pick-me-ups. One of my favorite things is meditation. I will say I still definitely have some sort of internal resistance to it. Like it feels like work. But I always benefit from it, and in fact, it makes a lot of really difficult circumstances a lot more easy to bear. This past year, I was in a job that I was really super miserable at, and I would spend my bathroom breaks meditating um, just to get through the day sometimes. So it's really a helpful tool for me. Um, I'm working on making my practice more regular and more, I don't know, like part of my routine. 
just a little hard because I don't do the same thing every day. So trying to think of ways that I can make that more a part of my day-to-day -day life. But all that to say, one of my favorite methods of meditation is something that pretty much anyone can do. Even if you're totally not into chanting or Zen or mindfulness or like literally anything relating to meditation, you can do this. So it's called the coffee cup method of meditation. And in the most simple form I can say it, it is basically drinking a cup of coffee or whatever beverage you choose and only doing that. So no checking Twitter, no talking to your kids, no checking your email, no planning your grocery list in your mind, no watching TV, like literally your entire focus is on that cup. For me, it's a really easy one to do because it doesn't require anything extra from me. Like it's not a timed one where I have to set a timer. It's not one where I use an app or I need special music. I can be anywhere and I can do it. I'm including a link to a great blog post um, from someone that does it every day. And I think it's pretty helpful. Just really concise. Hopefully that helps you. Good morning world. Oh. My spouse just woke me up so that I can catch the bus to go to the beach. Okay, babe, I'm gonna head out, okay? I'll be back in the afternoon. <laughs> Have a good day. I'm just now leaving the uh, bus station and I'm heading out to the beach now. Um, got a bit of a walk ahead, it's about a mile and a half. And um, just trying to enjoy the scenery. I just got to the beach. And I have to walk down the hill. To get to the water. Feels good. Okay, so I'm out on the beach now. Um, just tired as fuck. <laughs> like, I don't want to go frolic now. I think I'm gonna walk on the little, I don't even know what that's called. It's a bunch of rocks that stick out into the ocean in our, like, pathway. I'll have to Google that later. Anyway. Um, I think I'm gonna go there. So I'm walking onto the jetty right now. And there's open ocean on one side and the beach on the other. And it's not too crowded today. 
The water is grayish, greenish, bluish, something or other. I love the sound. For me, the beach has always been one of my happy places, for sure. There's just like literally nothing you can fucking worry about at the beach, in my opinion. Like, okay, you know, like maybe the only thing is parking. Parking is always an issue, but that's beside the point. Just mean that like regular life, you know, you can't get too caught up in it here. I also like this beach because um, they have fire pits. Uh, it's Corona Del Mar in SoCal. And I've been to a bunch of bonfires here as a teenager and even one recently actually for some work thing for my wife. It's nice to be able to return to places that mean something to you, you know? It's like... Revisiting an old friend. I decided to do a beach day today because... I think I just needed something to remind me of who I am and where I've been and all that kind of shit. My mental health has not been great. Which is why the transcripts for the last episode are still not out on the website. So, I have not forgotten. I will do it uh, at some point in my life. <laughs> um... I think I'm trying to take a moment to be grateful. I'm realizing a lot of things back to back. And I'm also acknowledging that I'm not happy with a lot of areas of my life. A lot of really important areas, not even like Betty things. And so I think in moments like these, when everything feels kind of terrible, it's like important to me to try and remind myself like where I'm from and where I'm going. I think when you realize that you're really struggling like this to accomplish your goals or just have things the way you want them. Um, it's good to remember that your trajectory is upward. Doesn't matter if there's a dip because the trend is growth. That's what I'm telling myself. It's so beautiful out.
The sky is like light blue with little kind of hazy clouds that aren't completely there. I love the smell of the salt in the air. I can remember so many times body surfing here. There's a riptide right now. So I wouldn't. <laughs> but I did then. Even got rescued by a lifeguard once. I felt like I was a big shot that could handle it all. Got out too far. There are a couple of little tiny crabs on this rock that I'm looking at that's below me on the jetty. Oh, that by the way, that's what I found out the name of this thing is. It's called a jetty. And the crab is like walking sideways in that like very characteristic way. Well, there's a bunch of them. I really like tide pools. Um, there are some at another beach nearby. I really like this area that I'm sitting at as well because there's like a... I wouldn't call it a pool because it's not closed off from the rest of the ocean, but it's kind of like a tiny peninsula. And it fills and it drains and it fills and it drains with the tide. And the water like kind of sparkles in it because the light hits it a certain way. It's really cool looking. I love ocean water. I love the way it feels like the ocean always connects me with my spirituality in some way. Because um, the ocean's just so fucking big. You know, it's like the stars or the mountains or the Grand Canyon or some shit, like where it's like, I am very small. Oh my god, I can see a seal. That is so cute. It's like sunbathing on its back. I think that's a seal. It's kind of far away. It just looks like it's fucking around. It's so cute! ocean always makes me think about how unpredictable life is because it's not something that you can control you know when you're swimming or surfing or body surfing or whatever you know you are very much at the mercy of the rhythms and um, you have to respect them <clears throat> And there's also just something so alive about the ocean, like, I don't know if technically, scientifically, you can call it alive. 
Because it's not like an organism, it's more of like a home for gajillions of organisms. Um, but I, um, touching it, it feels very dynamic to me, like that sparkling appearance and how cold it is, at least in SoCal. And, um, like the frothiness. It's almost like it's animated in this, like, playful, powerful way. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but I feel that way. The seal is still, like, sunbathing. Now it's throwing its head back. This is so interesting. <laughs> On another part of the jetty, someone's taking one of those pictures that's like the Leaning Tower of Pisa or whatever, where you like put your hand at a certain height to make it look like you're holding something up. It's very awkward to watch. There's a cute little old couple on the side of me that are taking selfies together. I'm eating a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Definitely reminds me of being a kid. One thing that grosses me out of the beach is seaweed. It's just always slimy if you touch it. It's pretty to watch though. Looks kind of like hair. Like really giant hair. I don't know. Mm, I'm getting sprayed with a little bit of mist. Oh my god, the seal is so close to me now. It's so cute! My seal friend has swam further down the jetty. can still see her, but... Or him, or they, or whoever. Um, but it's like just a little bit. My 15-year-old self would be really upset with how close I live to the ocean, like five miles away, and how many times I have been to the beach since I moved here. Like, on one hand, I can count them. <laughs> I'm gonna try to make that a thing more. There's a big-ass crab on another rock that I can see. It's like black and purple looking. It's pretty.
I think it might be eating because it's moving its claws, sort of like a person playing a drum. I think the other nice thing about the bigness of the ocean is that it reminds you how small your problems are. <laughs> Like, yeah, you gotta take care of shit and gotta find happiness and all those things, but like, the ocean's always gonna be there. And life will go on. nice to get grounded connect with nature you know if you are looking for a formal pep talk I'll say this Remember that your trajectory is growth. You haven't stayed where you were. You may not be where you want to be. But you have a track record of moving forward. And that's what you're going to continue to do. That's what I'm going to continue to do. All right, dear listeners, that was the end of the second episode. Please rate and review the pep talk on iTunes. It really helps the show. If you're interested in advertising with us or you'd like to otherwise contact us, please do so at thepeptalkpodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to the pep talk wherever you are listening to this so that you can get the notification when the next episode comes out next month. Follow the Pep Talk on Instagram and Facebook at the Pep Talk Podcast and on Twitter at the Pep Talk Pod. Our website is thepeptalkpodcast.com. This introduction was written, hosted, and produced by me, Jade Lanier. Tritakion composed our theme music.
This is our friendly reminder that getting your shit together is a continuous process and that success is a moving target. Let's be kind to ourselves in the meantime. This was the pep talk. Talk to you later.